listening to your word and also your revelation to bring about changes in our lives. May we see Jesus and honor him and worship God with all our heart. Through Christ we pray. Amen. Over the years, I have uh, many requests from parishioners, friends, including my own siblings, uh, for names for their new, newborn, their babies. Uh, it's a great privilege to work with people who uh, have uh, such an interest to make sure a name is a good-sounding name, especially Chinese names. Uh, because our family names sometimes can come in the ways like Tong and Ping and Tong and Kong. And so it's very difficult to make a name that sounds smooth. And yet, culturally and uh, also as Christians, it's a good name. So you who have uh, been given names, either a Bible name or a cultural name, uh, sometimes you may find it a bit cumbersome. Those who are given a name Joseph, for example, prefer to be called Joe. And William, or William is not a Bible name, but they like to be called Bill. Uh, so names are very important, and uh, a lot of times we want to name our children so that they will aspire to become what the name says. It's not very different for the Hebrew culture. In the time of Joseph, the son of Jacob, 7,000 years ago, and he had to name two of two children, his first and second born sons. And uh, so he gave them very, very special names. The first one, Joseph named him Manasseh, which means Actually, he says it's because God has made me forget all my trouble and all my father's household. Manasseh means causing to forget. Either is caused to forget or enabled to forget. We all know that we have a choice whether really want to forget. Some of us are forgetful, I know, including myself. <laughs> Forgetfulness is a good thing. Otherwise, we'll be overloaded, won't we? So when we minister to people who are old age, they remember some things. And uh, there's an elderly lady I visit most weeks, and she repeats the same stories of her growing up and her, her adult, young adulthood. It's wonderful stories. And I listen to her. But sometimes they don't remember what happened yesterday. So the choice of forgetting is up to you and me, whether we want to forget. And so Joseph has chosen to forget the troubles that he had experienced in the 13 years or so after his brother betrayed him, sold him into slavery, trafficked to a foreign land called Egypt, and was auctioned and bought by these very rich slave master called Potiphar. And the master's wife tried to seduce him and cause him to be imprisoned. And then while in prison, he continued to be 
made like an object or a servant or a slave uh, serving the captain and the warden. So he has gone through a lot of sufferings, mentally, emotionally, physically, for 13 years. And here he named his son. God has enabled me, has caused me to forget my troubles. And not only his troubles in the past 13 years, but also God has caused him to forget his father's house, which is amazing because anyone who wants to remember something would first be where you are brought up, your family, you remember them. But here he chose to forget. Why he, what he wanted to forget, he wanted to forget the, the favors or the privileges, the entitlements that he once enjoyed. He was the favorite son of his father, Jacob, and that's what got him into trouble uh, with his elder brothers. They were jealous of him because he was so favored by his, their father. So he has chosen to forget his privileges and his favors in his father's house so that he can cope with the next-to-nothing existence. But what he has chosen not to forget is important. He has chosen to remember all the time Yahweh, God. He has not departed from God. He has not blamed God. He has not said God has done his deeds, done him this injustice, so now he is going to abandon God. He is going to de- de- denounce God, as some people might have done over the ages. No, he remembered uh, God, Yahweh, and also God's commandment. He continued to live in the spirit and the word that God has um, promised to, to the people of Israel. And talking about the promise, he has not forgotten about the covenant that God has made with Abraham as also made with his own father, Jacob. Remember, his father ran away from Esau and then return, and God promised that he would be well, and God was going to bless his household. So he remembered the covenants that God has made with both Abraham as well as his own father Jacob. And because of that, he knew that his right, his birthright as a member of the covenant community is important, and he has not forgotten that his own birthright as a a Hebrew person. And he has not forgotten, this is what he cherished, is his own language. Some of us may have been adopted or taken away from our birth country or birthplaces from young. We may not have the opportunity to learn the original mother tongue. Here, when he grew to become a late teenage ager before he was betrayed, he was a Hebrew person. He spoke Hebrew. And he has not forgotten that because when the time came to name his sons, he remembered his own language. So he named Manasseh his firstborn. Friends, don't forget 
our roots, our culture, and our language. Jesus was saying, you are in the world, but not of the world. And this is exactly what Joseph has experienced. He was in Egypt, but he wasn't an Egyptian. He has not forgotten his roots. The second son he named Ephraim. Ephraim, because God has made me fruitful in the land of my suffering. We probably cannot say that we are in the land of suffering. Of course, we do uh, pray and uh, share our, our concern and compassion with our eastern state uh, residents there who are experiencing a lot of suffering in the last couple of weeks and continuing. We also remember those like uh, in Ukraine uh, today or Burma. We are not in the land of sufferings, and yet we must learn from Joseph, who says, God has made me fruitful in the land of my suffering. God is making us fruitful wherever we are. The meaning of Ephraim is being fruitful. Being fruitful, Joseph first has to forget what was in the past. It is ironic that he's required to forget in order to be fruitful. Because by not forgetting, sometimes it comes in the way blocking us to grow into fruitfulness. So how fruitful was uh, Joseph? I can say, first of all, he was very keen to make sure he spoke the language of the land that now he found himself living in, Egyptian. Egyptian may be uh, of a Semitic language family like Hebrew, but they are quite different. As a person who has learned three languages myself, I know learning language is not an easy task. But it requires, first of all, attitude. Do you realize that you have refused to learn that language because of a certain attitude that says that language is not worth learning? But once we have the attitude... The learning, yes, it requires effort, makes easy. I was speaking to Sophie, or Sophia, uh, in the earlier service. She's a French, and she speaks English and German. Ten, year, ten days ago, her son married a Malaysian Chinese. And she told me she made a great effort to learn some Chinese in order to converse with her uh, in-law in Malaysia who couldn't come for the wedding and she spoke Chinese to her, to her, the, the mother of her daughter-in-law. And she said, that was great. And I said, did you say it like this? Yes, 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 sounds like that, sounds like that. So friends, to learn languages, requires uh, an attitude. And on top of attitude, of course, is effort. And Joseph learned 
from very early on, Egyptian. That's how he got, he was able to function in the household of Potiphar as the, the housekeeper, controlling the other uh, servants. And he continued to grow in that uh, ability to speak. Then in prison for another few years, I'm sure he, he continued to grow in his uh, vocabulary and ability until the day when he was appointed prime minister, he came to face-to-face with Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. He was fluent. He need no interpreter. He spoke to Pharaoh as one who is very fluent Egyptian speaker. So he made himself fruitful or he allowed himself to grow in fruitfulness. First of all, is the language. Of course, the language controls a lot of the cultural practices. You realize how much our, of our culture is controlled by or explained, described by our language. He honed his management skills from the day one when he was on the job in the household of Portifar. He began to manage a house with all these servants and have to fend off the wife of Portifar who continues to harass him. And then in prison, For however long, he was entrusted the task of running the prison by the captain and by the warden. So he was the chief of the prison setup. And now he is to be the prime minister. From pit to palace, from slavery to prime ministership, in short 12 or 13 years, and he is only 30 years old. Friends, here is a man who has not forgotten, but continued to make effort in being fruitful by learning the language, by honing his management skills. But I believe the most important effort that he has made in order to grow into in fruitfulness is his devotion to God. His devotion to God is permeated wherever he found himself among, whoever among, and in the household of Potiphar, in the prison, you hear those who have met him say, the Lord was with him, and the Lord has blessed him. And they know that he has the Spirit of God in him, that cupbearer who had a dream and was interpreted by Joseph, and Joseph had reminded him that when you are set free and restored to your position, please don't forget me. Please make mention of my name to the Pharaoh. But he forgot. It was two years later that it came about. He said, ah, I, I had committed a, 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 a wrong that this man... I met and he interpreted my dream and it, everything worked out according to what he interpreted. And he recommended this man now to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh himself, 
after hearing what Joseph had explained and described and suggested to him to do, Pharaoh says, Can we find anyone can we find anyone like this man? One in whom is the Spirit of God. And since God has made all this known to him, there is no one so discerning and as wise as him. So here is Pharaoh recognizing, and again, when he asked whether uh, Joseph was able to explain the dreams, and Joseph says, not me, I can't, but God can. God can. And God has given you this task, Pharaoh, by the dream or the dreams that you have to do seven years of preparation. How we wish we have seven years of preparation before the flood comes, before the fire comes, before the war breaks out. Our government is only three years term. Seven years to prepare. And here, Joseph says, God is telling you this is what needs to be done. And Pharaoh recognized that no other is as wise as this 30-year-old foreigner and appointed him the prime minister to oversee the preparation as well as the drought and the, uh, the famine and beyond. We all know that Joseph served Pharaoh for probably 20 over years. But the point is, here he named his two sons. One, God has enabled me to forget the past. And number two, God is now enabling me to be fruitful in the land of suffering. My friends, what fruitfulness is being held back in our lives because of something, some issues, some persons that we choose not to forget. And you meet people like that, they will not forget. And because of that determined effort of not forgetting such, their life is now fruitless. But we see people who are able to move on. As Paul himself has said, and we must repeat this to ourselves, when Paul writing to the Philippian church, chapter 3, Brothers and sisters, one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. This is our God. This is our example, Jesus Christ. Through Paul, pressing on, forgetting what's behind. There are so many glamorous things that we have done, perhaps, or so much, so many achievements that we have accomplished, degrees that we have accumulated, trainings that we've gone through, maybe projects that are successful, but surrender to the Lord. And there may be those failures and hardship as well. Surrender to the Lord. Learn from Joseph to forget in order to be fruitful.
Therefore, friends, be fruitful where we are. With God's help, we will bear much fruit. Amen.